Bitcoin has made its way to below $19,000 just a couple of hours ago. So let's talk about it. Hello, what is up guys? Eman from PesoSmart Page here. Welcome sa panabagong episode. Shout out to all the podcast listeners as well. I appreciate you all. Today, let's talk about Bitcoin and its current price action. So before, yung level na tinitingnan natin was the 200-week SMA or Simple Moving Average. Currently, nasa 22,349 And right now, we're trading way below that. And a lot of people and analysts were saying na we will never touch 20k again. But apparently, they're wrong. And mahirap kasi sabihin yun kasi previously from all the bear markets or all the downturns from the bull run, nagpunta tayo sa 200-week SMA. So from 2017, nag-top ng around 19,800. Eventually, nung December of 2018, nagpunta siya or nag-trade siya at around the 200-week SMA. And ano mga bang susunod dun sa 200-week SMA? Sunod nating price na kailangan tingnan or levels, price levels sa tingnan is yung 300-week SMA. And currently, nasa 16,585 yan. There's a big chance na mag-trade tayo at that price levels or even below that in the next couple of months or even weeks lang. Kasi, one, two. Just last week, we were trading at around $31,000 Bitcoin. $30,000. $29,000. And right now, nasa 19K na lang tayo. And dun 2020 nga, ito naman flash crash lang to. So, hindi to palagi nangyari, but might as well expect this to happen again. Kasi ba diba, nag-trade siya, nag-dip siya nung week ng March 9, dun sa 200-week SMA. And nagkaroon tayo ng week at around the 300-week SMA level. So, we can expect, no? We should ready ourselves for that price level in the next couple of weeks or even days lang or sabihin natin months kung magsisettle down tayo dito sa 19,000 na price level. So, yung mga reason dito is because of over-leveraged investors and traders. So, ang dami pa rin nag-gamble dyan and yes, that's that's what kind of propels the bull market as well, the bull run as well. But kapag kaganitong takot lahat ng tao, it's more risky, no? And yung Fed nga, tinaasa nila yung interest rates ulit, obviously, because 8.6% yung inflation rate sa US for May. So the Fed needs to control inflation rate before magkaroon ng move sa upside itong mga asset classes na ito. Kasi yung S&P 500, yung Dow Jones, yung stock market sa US, essentially, it officially entered the bear market territory. And a lot of people and a lot of analysts as well were calling for that siguro months ago pa. And yung kasabihan nga is don't fight the Fed. 
So, pagka ganitong hawkish yung Fed, then risk off talaga yung environment sa mga markets. But, for example, meron kang active income and that's pretty stable and everything's taken care of. Nababayaran mo ng ayos yung mga monthly bills mo. Nakakain ka ng ayos and everything's taken care of. Like, you can set aside some money and DZA into the market. Kasi, yung mentality natin, again, sinasabi ko sa inyo, we have to shift it. Kapag kapataas lang, doon ka lang bumibili, then you won't really enjoy or reap the benefits of the actual bull run. Mapastocks man yan, mapakrypto. Kasi kapag gaganitong mababa yung mga price levels, that, that is the time that you should de- deploy your capital. To be honest. Kasi ako experienced PSEI at tanggalin natin itong indicators na to. Experienced PSEI dito. Kasi early, hindi pala early. Late 2018 ako nag-start December. So around 7,500-ish ko nakita yung PSEI when I started investing back in 2018. And then steady lang siya. Nag-8K pa nga siya noong 2019. Steady lang siya dyan. So, essentially, yung buong 2019, nag-trade lang siya sideways. And eventually, dito na nga nag-start no, late 2019 and early 2020. Yung scare about COVID. So, doon na nag-start talagang mag-plummet yung prices. And eventually, officially, nag-start yung pandemic. Ito. Kita nyo naman, nag-4K pinakamababa yung PSEI. So, more than half yung binagsak niya from the highs nung 2019. And this is the time that I deployed all of my capital. Essentially, lahat nung life savings ko. <laughs> so, I started, I just started working back in 2017 of May. And, yeah, I I saved up a lot kasi I still lived with my parents at that time. And I reaped the benefits of that. Because after 2020, yes, sobrang uncertain itong time sa to. And people were expecting na mas bababa pa yung, yung prices sa markets. But eventually it recovered. And in less than a year, like, kita nyo kung nasa na tayo from 4K na bottom. Dito tayo sa top nung around January 11, 2021. So, nag-top siya at around 7,400. And right now, nasa 6.3K pa rin tayo. And ngayon nga, medyo bearish na yung sentiment sa kahit anong markets out there. Again, because of rising inflation and rising interest rates. So, ako na-experience ko na yun. Kita ko every single day yung nagde-deteriorate lang <laughs> yung portfolio ko. Like, I was down 70K at at one point and closer to like six digits so closer to 100,000 pesos down paper losses lang naman yan no? and that was the time na I had to take a break from the markets I, I mean I still buy every single month but hindi ko na siya religiously check every single day kasi it was affecting my mental health I was questioning my decisions I was asking myself was this the right move for me dapat pa bumili lang ako ng kotse. Dapat pa bumili lang ako ng kondo. Dapat pa bumili lang ako ng lupa or ng bahay. But I told myself back then na, hey, this is what you know. 
you've been you've been in this market for almost two years now so still very young and kumbaga sinabi ko lang sa sarili ko and i reminded myself of what the goal is and yung goal ko was to be in the market as long as i can <laughs> as long as it makes sense even though at that time it didn't <laughs> make any sense kasi ang hirap ang hirap is separate ng emotions natin with you know with especially with money especially with filipinos kasi it's it's a it's a sensitive topic but it shouldn't be it shouldn't be that's why i'm here <laughs> i'm sharing you my experiences and to break yung tabu no about personal finance because we have to take charge for us to be financially independent i mean personally i'm not financially free by any means <laughs> far from it but i know that i'm gonna get there and itong mga itong mga cycles na to, you have to understand it itong mga macroeconomic factors na to itong itong fed itong interest rates itong inflation rates you, you have to understand it for you to get there so these are the necessary steps for for your own financial independence and ayun nga sinabi rin ni Warren Buffett na when others are greedy then you should be fearful that's a time na you know sobrang taas ng FOMO everyone is just buying sobrang daming projects sa sumusulpot here and there yung valuations are up by more than 100% so, you know the markets are crazy that is the time that you should be reallocating or maybe selling some of your positions lalo na kapag nakita nyo na medyo overpriced na yung isang asset from its intrinsic value but if you think na magkaunti nyo lang siya tumaas sabihin natin in a span of 10 years then you don't really have to sell especially kapag yung mga assets nyo are dividend paying stocks right Like, why would you sell something that yields you around more than 10% from your cost basis every single year? It doesn't make sense. You beat inflation and you, like, take home more. As I say, inflation is 8.6%. Kung nag-yield ka ng 10%, then meron kang 1.4% na profit, so to speak. And going back to the crypto markets... A lot of people were buying at around 60k and right now they don't want to buy at 19k diba? human psychology they only want to buy when it's going up you have to reverse that i know it's hard because for me it was hard as well and nung nag nung bago kay pull yung trigger of like putting my life savings uh, stock market back in 2020 Grabe yung deliberation within myself na, I mean, should I do this? Should I do that? Kasi wala naman talaga in my family that I can talk to about this stuff, you know? My dad didn't really invest in the stock market, didn't really invest in cryptocurrencies. My brother, he was exposed to crypto, but I can't really, like, you know, talk to him about the... about stocks kasi hey, that's not really his his thing. <laughs> same with my mom so yeah, i was i was i was all on my own so yun i was privileged as well no i want to acknowledge that 
Kasi if, you know, wala naman ako sa parents ko, hindi libre yung tinitirhan, and walang like katulong sa expenses sa bahay, then I wouldn't able, I wouldn't be able to save that much and invest that much noong 2020. And yeah, it paid off after a year. More than double yung capital ko in, in less than a year. And yeah, I ventured out of cryptocurrencies. And I bought at the tippy top. <laughs> so around April and May ako nag-start ulit sa crypto. Kasi nauna pa ako actually mag-invest sa crypto back in January, Feb, March. First quarter basically of 2018. And then December 2018 ako nag-start sa Philippine Stock Exchange. But then again, yun, napunta ulit ako sa crypto kasi yun nga, na, na-hype na ulit siya kasi kaka-all-time high lang ulit. So I was buying, I was DCAing, and then eventually, nag-drop, diba? From 60, 60-something K here, 64K nag-drop dito, diba? Nung June and July. And at that time, dito ako talaga bumibili kasi sabi ko, okay, this is my chance. So, ilang percent na discount na to from the all-time high. Then eventually nga nagkaroon ulit ng you know upside nagkaroon ulit ng bounce no, from the market. So I was nung nangyari to, nagbebenta na ako ulit at around 50ish k. Dito ba 'yon? Yeah, dito. And I started Axie Infinity as well, you know, P2E games. Then eventually nag-top dito. Hindi na ako na pagbenta at around 60 plus k kasi nag-huddle na lang ako sa so sabi ko, okay, ito na yung moonbug ko if ever man magpunta sa 100k yung Bitcoin. <laughs> But hindi siya nangyari and yun nga, nag-enter na tayo sa bear market after November and here we are now. So question is, am I buying? Yes, I am buying this uh, dip. So I started actually accumulating at around 25k. Hindi naman super heavy kasi I know na may downside pa rin. And eventually nga, ito, ang bilis natin nagpunta sa 19k, 18k level. But, I think it was worth it. <laughs> and we'll see in the next couple of months and the next couple of years if it was really worth it. Kasi kung di na, if ever man, no, guess there's a chance na hindi na bumalik ulit sa all-time highs itong Bitcoin, itong Ethereum, and other cryptocurrencies then. Yeah, this was the biggest mistake in my investing journey but if it, it goes to 100k then, then this is gonna be one of my best investments in my lifetime and i think na it will go to 100k in the next couple of years probably the next bull run but probably not but we'll see again long term long term time horizon that's very important whether you're in crypto or in the stock market kasi itong markets inherently volatile talaga to. Hindi mo alam kung saan pupunta. But historically, when you zoom out, I mean, it it goes up. Diba? Like 10 years ago, nasan yung Bitcoin? It, it's trading like below, below $1, right? <laughs> Imagine if you bought here and we are here at 19 k now. You're still happy, right? <laughs> I mean, hindi naman to guaranteed, guys. Hindi to guaranteed. But, ito, data lang to. And, historically talaga, nagkaroon ng mga bear markets and nagkaroon ng bull markets. But, if you stay long enough sa market, 
then you will reap the benefits of it. Stock market. Ba? Although sa stock market, yeah, mas mabagal talaga kasi mas mature na tong, tong market na to. And crypto is pretty young. Kaka-start lang niya. Noong 2009, if I'm not mistaken, yun yung na doon nag-start yung Bitcoin. So around 12, 13 years pa lang naglal nag-exist yung Bitcoin. So, it's pretty young. And ito, 100 years na. More than 100 years na nag-exist yung stock market sa US. And yan, nakita natin yung mga decline talaga. Meron mga sustained decline na matagal talaga mag-recover. Especially nung dot-com bubble, di ba? Like, this is a su- sustained bear market. Like, it lasted for a couple of years before nakarating ulit dun sa same level. So, from 2000, highs... 2007 pa ulit na balik yung stock market and then eventually nag-bear na ulit. And from 2007, we needed another 6 years before makarating ulit sa next level. <laughs> so, yeah. All we have, all we can do is to be patient. Kaya again, dapat long-term yung horizon natin with our investing. There you go, guys. We're gonna end the episode here. Sana may natutunan kayo. And if umabot kayo at the end of this episode, thank you very much. I appreciate you. If bago ka sa channel ko, click mo na yung subscribe button and ring the notification bell para wala akong miss out sa mga uploads ko every single day. And give the video a thumbs up as well kasi sobrang nakatulungan sa algorithm ng YouTube. And... You can follow me sa mga social media platforms ko. I'm on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at mnpsph. Again, thanks everyone for watching and listening. Stay safe out there and always remember, be passive smart.